0: The First Time is Chirp Radio's live lit and music series recorded at Martyrs in North Center. The theme this round was first choice.
1: Up next we have Nicole Vasquez. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Entrepreneur and like I don't know. Business Maven. She's a co-founder of Desk Pass and also Second Shift, which are co-working arrangement spaces. Which I was telling her about. I was like, given my isolation, maybe I should consider looking into your services, Nicole. Um, she's been uh, had all sorts of accolades. Thirty, like thirty-five under thirty. Her business desk pass is like fifty on fire in the Chicago area, guys. Really awesome to have Nicole Vasquez, everybody.
0: When I think about my experience, I use the words it and back then. I say it because in my mind, he doesn't have a name anymore. He is an it and that part of my life was back then. I know if I said this out loud to someone, it would come across as hardened or even jaded, but I don't feel jaded at all. I feel happier than I've ever been and even more optimistic. I mean, you can't know good without knowing bad, right? I know full well that I healed a long time ago and that the experience of being in an abusive relationship more than a decade ago has made me stronger, braver, more confident, and less tolerant of people's crap than I would have been without it. I had been a loving and caring person, but now I'm even more so, cheesily so. My husband and I hold hands all the time and say things like, you are my everything, (laughs) and other romantic comedy sayings multiple times per day. I text friends and family Hallmark-esque messages and words of encouragement. I'm proud that I took a terrible experience and made it into a foundation to stand on. A few weeks ago, when thinking about stories to share for this event, I realized that I never share the story of it and back then. All of the stories I wanted to share were the ones that came after, the stories that show what I've learned and accomplishments that I'm proud of, I seem to always share stories that don't make me angry or cause me to feel shameful. Why would I? There are so many stories since back then that show I'm a brave person and not at all the meek and scared person I was back then. So I sat down and decided to open it up. And no joke, the first thing that I thought of was Stranger Things and that gate to the underworld. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, it's this portal to the underworld that looks like a giant wound that's infected, and that is what I visualized when I decided to open up back then. But it seems that in my healing process I managed to erase a lot of the memories and only leave behind a timeline of the moments necessary to maintain an overview of it all. We met, he was 12 years older. I thought he was cool because he was going out in the city already and had lived in different neighborhoods and had life and experiences that came with time. and. I was anxious to start having those experiences myself. I've always been an eager overachiever, so I was excited to have someone ahead of me to show me the ropes. But with the age difference, we were in two different life stages, and it was tumultuous from the start. He treated me like a second-class citizen, and because of his own lack of love childhood, he only showed feelings when he was intoxicated, and always only when we were alone. But he was a tough guy, he was a coach, he was muscular, and so everyone just said he was a manly man. So I always excused his words and his actions for alpha male masculinity. And a quick side note here, I don't have any daddy issues in case you're wondering. I had a loving and good childhood. My mom quit her job to stay home with us and raise my sisters and I. So my dad was the breadwinner and the professional. My dad had all the answers about the world, and I always felt safe and secure. I used to pretend to be asleep in the car just so he would carry me inside. So when I got older, I naively assumed that men would be kind and considerate. Also, young me did good in school. I was nice, I was told I was pretty, I thought I was funny, and people seemed to genuinely like me. So for the first time in my life, there was someone that I liked, and he was not nice, kind, or loving back to me. So the honor student in me decided it was something I needed to work on that if I was better in some way, he would be nice to me. Why wouldn't he be? That's the way life had been up to that point. Good grades, teacher likes you. You're nice and funny in school, you make friends. You do your chores at home, your parents are happy. I believe that's the reason why I fell into his trap in the first place. I feel I need to explain the why because something I realized about people who have not been in an abusive relationship is when they discover you have, they ask indirect questions such as, how long ago was that and how did you get out of it? But from their amazed and uh, look and often overly sweet tone that really just feels patronizing, you know inside they're wondering, how could you let someone do that to you? The remaining parts of back then are as follows. We continue to date on and off. I got older. He started to say he wanted to settle down. I was, never, I was nowhere near wanting to. He said he would leave. I believed I was in love so I went with it my 26 year old full of life ahead of her did what she thought was what a good woman did she stuck with him and we got married and I truly don't remember much about that part of my life because by then I had evolved into a frail shell of a person who was just trying to get through each day wondering if he would talk to me yell at me push me against the wall with his hand on my throat throw my stuff into the yard, or leave me by the side of the road in the winter. I don't remember planning the wedding. I don't remember caring about any of it. I don't even remember much about the day itself because I was just going through the motions. One night, we were walking home from a bar after a night out with friends and I said something he didn't like and he punched me in the face. I'd never been punched in my life. I was 26 and 120 pounds. He was a 38-year-old, 195-pound wrestling coach. A car saw, and it stopped. I was still coming back from seeing stars, and yes, that does happen, Uh, and he did what he always did. He bullied and threatened them, and they drove off. I called the cops, but by the time we got home and they arrived, I told them nothing happened, and they left. He had told me that if I said anything, it was over, so I didn't. I knew I needed help. But again, I thought it was something I could improve if I worked hard enough. I looked up a marriage counselor. He said there was no way in hell he was going, so I went. And this memory I remember clear as day. The counselor stopped me very early on and said, I need to stop you because you are in an abusive relationship. Do you know you are in an abusive relationship? And I remember being stunned. There was no sound in the room. A few moments went by and I expected him to follow up with a but, there was no but. He waited for it to settle in and then he indicated that he could not continue to see me because he was a marriage counselor and he was not going to advise an abusive relationship. His advice was direct, get out, and he gave me information on domestic violence uh, resources. I left his office and I sat in my car in silence. I didn't turn the car on but the truth felt like sirens all around me. Shortly thereafter, I took a day off of work and moved all my things out into my sister's place. Thankfully, I had somewhere to go. I didn't have a plan for what came next. I just remember thinking there was no other choice. Staying was a guarantee of misery. This monster of a man may have been my first choice, but he was the worst choice. Any choice after that was Guaranteed to be better even if the future was unknown And that is the end of that story It was hard for me to write this all out. I haven't thought about it in detail for a really really long time I never talk about it except to just say that it happened The whole thing the whole time writing this I had a lump in my throat and a knot in my stomach my breath was short I wanted to quickly get it all out and then step away and close up that hole. Fire it up like in Stranger Things and seal it closed. I don't ever need to go back in there. But I'm glad I did one last time because like all the stories I like telling today, there is a lesson learned. And it's someone told me point blank I was making the wrong choices and it saved my life. Now I am responsible to do the same for anyone else and I hope we all can. Thank you.
1: to the way that words do and they settle in your skin Kept on the inside Hey, hey, hey.